What up? Welcome back to the Stellar Stellar Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm your host, Mason Boyd, joined as always by Glenn Enos Jr. And yo, what's up? What's going on? I hope you guys are listening to us in the car, on the toilet, with your headphones. Uh, with I hope a, that you're just listening to us at all. A loud Bluetooth speaker. Maybe oh, you're at yeah. the gym. Maybe you're in bed, ready to sleep, to hear the sound of our soothing voices. Mm. Wherever you are, thanks for listening. Yeah, I'm, gl- I'm glad you stopped that because I was going to go in a completely different direction. <laughs> um, we're not finished with week 12. No, we don't, we don't have official results of who won or who lost in terms of fantasy football. Some games are in the bag, like Glenn and Mason, their matchup. And right. some oh, are mean, still yet mean, to be determined. Like you mean me. Mason versus Tyreek Hill. Yeah. You want to uh, elaborate a little bit? Yeah. Well, I mean, there's not really much to elaborate. Maybe bring on. up the bet you guys had. Uh, oh, yeah. I forgot about that. So hey. you're like that fucking kid when class is about to let out. <laughs> oh, shit. Here we go. And they go, what about? And the teacher goes, oh, yeah, that's right. That's you. That's you, you fuck. God. What about the homework? I used to fucking hate that kid. Wait, is that is that to go over the homework or to get homework no, assigned? No, to get it assigned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, the assigned? teacher earlier would be like, yeah, I'll give you guys some homework. Uh, you can work on this at home. No, Wait, like, it's, it's, the, it's the other way around. When When you got homework and the teacher hasn't checked it the whole class. Are you gonna check yeah, the yeah, homework? Yeah. I guess it goes both ways. Oh, I used to be. I'd be like, I didn't do the homework. Strangle him. You forgot the homework. <laughs> anyway. I forgot the homework. You forgot the homework. Ah, <laughs> uh, but yeah, thank you for reminding me, Mason. Buddy, pal, yeah. friend. What would you like your next Twitter handle to be? Doesn't matter what I want it to be. That's right. It doesn't. Because <laughs> I get to pick it. Hmm. Susa, what do you think Mason's uh, Twitter handle should be? Um, I would like it to be have something to do with like Tyreek Hill and or his kid, something along with that, along the lines of that. Uh, why is that? So, like a reference to Tyreek Hill beating Mason like he did his kid, something like that. I don't know how long I can I can make his name. Maybe it could just maybe it could just be like Tyreek's bitch. Something Damn. straight up like that. Yeah. Or uh anyone without the context of fantasy football would be like, damn, Tyreek's bitch, huh? <laughs> <laughs> but what is the context? Uh, the context is I lost. Tyreek Hill put up 51.4 points. Mason put up 54.4 points. And, then, and spoiler shit. alert, the rest of Glenn's team did not put up zero points. Right. So I lost. Right. Although Zeke tried his best. <laughs> Zeke certainly tried his best. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll think of something. Maybe I'll even post a poll on uh, the old Stellar Show on Twitter. See where your new name will be. How long is it for? Ne- next season? No, it's a week, bro. Yeah, no. God damn. Is it after week 12 ends? So tomorrow? 
Yeah, that's why I think we should do it. I think it's usually how we do it. All right, all right, all right, all right. So I got some time here. Got some time. Yeah, you can um, figure it out. You got plenty of time. Right. All right. Let's. Uh, with that being said, we still have one game left. That's right. Ravens and Steelers. Um, because the NFL loves to just keep pushing back games because they want to be right and say, COVID's not going to ruin our season. We're the NFL. Um, (laughs) we're the NFL. We're the NFL. We don't don't care how bad you're doing in fantasy, we're going to keep on going. (laughs) Pretty much. (laughs) That's all you're worried about. Uh, It's like, fuck the players. I don't care if they actually die. I just want fantasy football again. (laughs) Um, so that's going to happen. Uh, Sousa, I'd like to know if you have any news for us. Of course I got news. It will, uh, we'll continue with that. The game you're talking about, Steelers and Ravens. Steelers yet again getting fucked with their scheduling. I know, Glenn, you have some words to say about that. Um, but yeah, yeah they're, they've been, um, they have been getting fucked. With the Titans, with the Ravens, they lost their bye week. Uh, they lost their mini bye and now their game's getting, for next week's getting pushed back to Monday. Yeah. I've said this before. I, I'd feel bad for them, but they're undefeated. <laughs> so I'm, It's like I'm the not... NFL's trying to fuck them up on right. purpose. Right. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, meanwhile, Denver has to go out there with a practice squad wide receiver because they have no quarterbacks, and that's perfectly fine. Yeah. Because um, it's the Broncos, right? Who cares? Who cares? Who cares? Who'll stink. Right. Um, yeah. How about that though? What yeah, is he, he was yeah, one yeah. for nine or something? One completed pass. You know, I grabbed Royce Freeman because he was uh, rumored to be the emergency quarterback, and they probably should have used him, and I would have played him. But that doesn't work for me. I was hoping the emergency quarterback was going to be Jerry Judy, but it wasn't. Instead, he got zero, I think. So, well, it was a wide receiver of some kind. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Um, that's kind of like wasn't wasn't for the Cowboys a wide receiver a kicker at one point, like a game. Um, it was Jeff Heath. He's the safety. Oh, oh yeah, <laughs> I remember that. He wasn't too bad, but but yeah, Ravens Steelers. Not even tonight. Tonight's Tuesday, and it's not today. It's tomorrow, Wednesday. What? Crazy. Wednesday, Wednesday at three forty in the afternoon, Eastern Time. Prime time. Uh, check, no, that is not check your league settings because every league might be different in terms of waivers. I know for our ESPN league, waivers go through on Friday now Jeez. instead of which would have been Wednesday. They're actually going through Friday morning. Uh, craziness is what it is. And uh, the news of that game in terms of players and fantasy would be uh, Edwards, Gus Edwards, Mark Ingram, and J.K. Dobbins because it's because the game has been pushed back so long since Mark Ingram and J.K. Dobbins have gotten COVID and been uh, quarantined and stuff, they actually will be eligible to be activated from COVID IR and potentially play. It's not confirmed yet what will happen. We do know that they will not travel with the team. They might drive separately or fly separately. I'm not exactly sure, but we just we just don't know if they're going to play or not. But it's still a possibility either way. So if you're relying on Gus Edwards like my opponent is, then I'd be nervous. But to me, it kind of seems 50 50. I'm, I'm really not sure. They might not risk it, even if they are technically eligible to be activated. Right. Right. But they could. They could, though. There's always a possibility. In fantasy football, anything's possible. That's right. Anything's possible. 
and we know what's possible, and that's injuries. Yeah. Every week. We had Daniel Jones go down with a hamstring. Top of the top of the new injury news, Daniel Jones. What's so funny about that? Yeah, basically laughing over here. Nothing. Nothing at all. Wow. All okay. right. I mean, I'm not laughing that. about players getting injured. I'm not. No, I'm not laughing about people getting injured. I just, uh, I can't believe that that was the most pressing injury to Sousa that he had to say at first. <laughs> it was the I first mean, one I thought of. Oh yeah, right off the top of your head, right? We had, um, yeah, he, he's going to – I think you said, Mason, that he's going to miss a couple weeks, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Why is that so funny? I don't get it. It's oh, not like taking I'm, shots at you. I'm right? laughing at Mason. He's just, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, you never know. Some people might need him. He's been – he was starting in our league. I started uh, I don't really think league. it has – implications for him per se but more so the people around him like Darius Slate and Golden Tate uh Wayne Gallman Jeremy I, thought, I never thought I'd say yeah Evan well, Ingram Plexical Burris and more uh no. I guess and other players that are more up Mason's alley apparently Josh Jacobs hurt his ankle and um if you ignore the fake news that you might hear in our league chat from Panacho, you would know that it's not a high ankle sprain. It's just an ankle sprain. So high ankle sprain, not good. Four to six weeks, could linger. Jacobs, just a little bit of an ankle sprain, could suit up this week or week 13 against the Jets. But it's not confirmed yet. So you just, just got to monitor Josh Jacobs. Um, DJ Moore also hurt his ankle, a little more serious. I didn't see it personally. Gross. Was it? No, it wasn't that bad, but it didn't look good. <laughs> He's not – He, but he has a bye week for week 13 coming up. So, that's right, a week 13 bye. We just went a couple weeks without any byes, I think. Or this week, no one was on bye. It was great. And then uh, you're like, oh, the byes are over. Well, no. Right before the fancy playoffs, you got a bye week with the Panthers and the Bucks missing. So, if you have any of those players, McCaffrey, Davis, DJ Moore, Robbie Anderson – Godwin, Dom Brady, Gronk, Antonio Brown, all them. There's actually a lot of a lot of players on those two teams that are relevant. There's 52 uh, on each team. That are relevant. <laughs> Every player is relevant in the NFL. Damn. Well then. I think you meant to say fantasy relevant. Fantasy relevant. Okay, that's fair. Right. <laughs> but yeah, they have a bye next week. So will DJ Moore play week 14? That's the question. And it's not it's not it's not certain yet. He um, he hasn't been ruled out or anything. But it's the first week of the playoffs. Do you trust him? If he is questionable but likely to be active, do you throw him in on your first week of the playoffs? It's tricky. But he's he's probably drafted high. He might not have a great option to replace him. But you just have to monitor that. Um, I don't think there were other major injuries, which is good. But there is. Um, Actually, John Brown went to IR after our podcast, which was kind of annoying because I own him. He uh, he got hurt before his bye. So week 11, he, he got hurt. I think it was his knee or his ankle. I think it was actually his ankle. It, no, it looked like his knee. He already has a knee injury. And uh, he had a bye week, which was great. Next week comes, which is this week. And it looks like he might play, but then he goes on IR for three weeks. So that sucks. And 
I think that's it for big injuries. But there is another player that is missing time, not injury-related. And that's right. The one and only, Pill Fuller. I mean, Will Fuller. <laughs> Basically, you got to laugh at him. You mean again? Yeah, Will Fuller, he openly admitted on on social media that he uh, he was involved in some performance-enhancing drugs that he thought, based on what his doctor told him, that were in line with NFL's policy. But apparently, they weren't. And he is now going to be suspended for six games, which is the rest of the season. So he is out this year, which sucks. Does suck. I like Wolf Fuller too. Um, so does Emily. Emily likes Wolf Fuller too. That's right. So um, he admitted on social media, which is it's you know it's a good move. It's not like he's trying to deny anything or appeal anything. Um, so I respect that out of Wolf Fuller. Maybe he really didn't know. Or maybe he's just trying to save face and say they didn't know. I like Will Fuller, so I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt. Maybe he just thought they were, you know, one-a-day men's vitamins. Um, sucks. Hopefully next year he comes back even better. Um, sucks for people that have Will Fuller, like me in a league, Gomes yeah. in our league, and Brandon Cooks, Mason. Might yeah. be that guy. Because Randall Cobb's on IR. Will Fuller's out. They release Cooks. they release Kenny Stills. It's not Brandon Cooks. It's never Brandon Cooks. Brandon Cooks so is never the answer. Ever. Brandon Cooks, on case in case you haven't noticed, Nasty. has been has been doing very well. I'm actually going to uh, he bring might up be, his numbers. He quick. might be the kind of player that you'd want on your fancy team, Mason. It's true. He kiss my hairy ass. <laughs> so I don't think this week has been factored into his ranking yet because technically it's not over. Right now he's, he's wide receiver 27 in our half point PPR league. Trash. He's gotten over. Wide receiver <laughs> two. Yeah. He's been doing very well. He only has two games under 10 points the past like two months. Damn. And now he's the only. He did that last year. Now he's pretty much the only option. Fucking bum. I mean. Mason, you you hate on Cooks, but I'm really gonna I'm gonna drop some more info on you. This yeah, is the yeah. Brandon drop Cooks, it on him. the Brandon Cooks apologist episode. No, no. He's, he's been uh, from 2015 to 2018, which is four seasons. He was a wide receiver one. Oh, so he's like ranked 12, 8, 7, 14. So in our league, he'd be a wide receiver one. Then last year with the Rams, he didn't he didn't do so well. But that was his only year, aside from his rookie year, where he actually took a dump in fantasy lineups last year. Did you have him last year, Mason? Yeah. Of course I did. Well, that's why. Of course I did, brother. So so the only year that he was bad for fantasy was last year when he was on Mason's team. Right. Now, that makes sense. Shut the fuck up. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. Nothing makes sense. Cooks, who's been on freaking four different teams, has been a pretty much a wide receiver one on all of them, except the year he was on your team. Right. So, so you know, long story short. He's trash. I shot the whole bag of jelly beans. <laughs> <laughs> no, long story short, um, when Brandon Cooks isn't on Mason's team, he's elite. That's not true. 
I've had him like the past five years. All right, then you're just not appreciative of good fantasy players. Oh, appreciative of good fantasy it. play. Guy's a fucking bum. Nah, come nah, on. Nah. Now we. Well, what if we have him on the podcast? Like, he's going to know you said that about him. He's not even going to want to come on in the first place. Oh, uh, Mason, here's what we're going to do. It, it might be an off-season episode or it might be later this year. I'm going to have a special guest in the podcast who's a big Brandon Cooks fan and who can defend Brandon Cooks, and we might have to go head-to-head in the debate. We just wow. might. That sounds interesting. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not going to give it away to the people. I'm going to leave them waiting. I'm going to leave Mason. The whole, the whole episode, the, the name is going to be the Brandon Cooks debate or, or Cooks v. Mason. And it's just going to be the whole episode. It's going to be uh, me, you, and the guest as Brandon Cook's attorneys, defense attorneys, going to be Mason. It's just Mason just going to say, he fucking sucks. <laughs> yeah, gonna yeah be, you're right. It's, it's going to be his defense. case. He fucking sucks. What do you want me to say? Uh, all right. Any more news? Um, yeah, I'll tell you what. You'll probably just remember it later when it's not the news segment. Like, always. Yeah. Last thing I got to say is Carson Wentz isn't good. Uh, we know this. That's the news with Seuss. We know this. Uh, moving on. As I said earlier, we're not done with week 12, but this podcast might as well put week 12 in the books because we're moving on to a stellar stars of the week brought to you by Ready to Rumble Vibrators. Finish the job that your man or woman started. Mm-hmm. Nice. Now, when you, when you think stellar, right, what, what do you think of? You, you think of, like, Great. Stars. You think great. You think excellent. Oh. You think outstanding. Oh. Stellar. All synonyms to the word. This week, when I thought stellar, I thought Derek Henry. Because my man, my boy, went off on the Indianapolis Colts, whose defense I thought was supposed to be good. Yeah, not really. Not really. Not really. Derrick Henry, um, leading the league now in rushing, and has been for some time, added to his total with 178 rushing yards, And he had two catches for seven yards, but he's not known in the passing game because on the ground is where he makes his mark. And he made a mark three times in pay dirt. The trifecta of TDs. Derrick Henry, you, my friend, are stellar. Keep on keeping on. That's right. Nice. I would like to go next if you are done with Mr. Henry. Uh, yeah. Because my stellar star, who I respect you didn't take him. You may have a bias with him. I'll take him for you. It's Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill had 200 yards and a touchdown in the first quarter. The first quarter, he had 200 yards. I don't even know how that's possible. But he did it. You see, the thing is, when you catch the ball, the amount of yardage from the line of scrimmage and where you catch the ball is how many yards you gain receiving. So what, okay. Tyre- what Tyreek Hill did was he caught the ball multiple times, and that yardage combined in the first quarter 
mm-hmm. was over 200 yards. And he oh. also fell in the end zone. That would result in the touchdown that you're talking about. Okay. Right. So, yeah, he did that in the first quarter, though. I mean, that's cool. Right. But what, what did he do for the rest of the game? Well, at the end of the game, now you could extrapolate that. If you had 200 in one quarter, you must have finished with 800 yards, right? Well, no. He was on pace for that, I mean, right? He was on, he was on pace for that. He finished with 269 yards. Nice. And three nice. touchdowns. Three touchdowns, 269 yards. Just when you thought, like, there's no way he can keep going. Um I mean, it wasn't like the Chiefs were even like blowing the Bucks out because it ended yeah, up being a close I, game. I might have thought that once or twice, you know, maybe. I mean, if you knew he only got 69 yards in the remaining three quarters, you'd probably be all right with that. But you can't forget the 200 that he already had. And then he continued to catch touchdowns <laughs> all throughout the game. Very nice ones, too. Nice throws as well. 75 yarder was one of them. I just remember. It's crazy. I just remember Glenn going or Craig sending the fucking gif of. Theon, Theon Game of Thrones, Reek, Reek, and I went and I opened Fantasy Cast and Tyreek Hill at seventeen, and it was from like a seventy-five yard pass, and I was like, okay, I can live with that, ultimately. <laughs> and then the next fucking play, I think the Kansas City had the ball. He caught another bomb, and then he had thirty-one, and I was like, well, there's my week. But he just kept ramming it right up my keister, man. Yeah, I. I don't know if we mentioned this already. Yeah, yeah, we did. He went against Mason. That's plain and simple. Uh, oh, both, def- both of your stellar stars went against me this week. Eric Henry played me in one league, and Tyreek Hill beat, played me in this one. So so who's your stellar star, Mason? Who else went against you that went off? Uh, this person actually didn't go against me. And my stellar star was supposed to be Tyreek Hill, but Sousa fucking vultured him for me. I did not know that. We talked about it before the podcast. <laughs> We mentioned who were good candidates, but I didn't know anyone claimed anybody. I did. Jesus. You should have cut me off. Whatever. My stellar star of the week is someone near and dear to Sousa's heart. Oh, Antonio Gibson. Oh, snap, crackle, pop. This motherfucker <laughs> also said, you know what? Derek Henry, I like TDs too. And he got hmm. three as well. 115 yards rushing. And also... 21 yards receiving with five receptions. Pretty good week. Turkey leg. Turkey ass. Makes you wonder who the fuck would trade a guy like that. (laughs) Me. I traded him. It was, I've made over 10 trades. I think about 11. Actually, I might be like 13 trades now. That's that's how you know when Mason's getting pissed at Susan when he starts throwing shade at him in fantasy. I, week one, Gibson was my flex. And he had nine measly carries, out-carried, out-snapped by Peyton Barber. I was like, well then. At the same time, I had Malcolm Brown on my bench who got 24 points. I was like, damn. Uh, I might have to start him over Gibson. And I was like, well, Cam Akers is another up-and-coming rookie this year. Let's just do a swap. Gibson for Akers. That way, if Malcolm Brown isn't the guy, well, I got Akers as, as backup. You know, I feel like Gibson and Akers would kind of be like the same type of guy, but I already have Malcolm Brown, so it'd be better for me to have Akers and Gibson. And, uh, well, that was not the case. As I held Akers for 10 straight weeks of him doing absolutely nothing, finally traded his ass, and now he's a starter. At least that's what it looks like. Getting touchdowns, getting multi uh, double-digit fantasy points, looking great, looking stellar. So, uh, <laughs> but, but I got to say, because I traded Cam Akers, I got to win. 
So I can't be mad about that. You, you, you just, you had to throw that in there. I, that was not a shot to you, Glenn. No, sounds like 11 trades, 11. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I forgot what we were talking about. Oh yeah, those stellar stars. Yeah, those stellar stars that we brought to you by Red Rumble Vibrators. Finish the job that your man or woman started. Mason, oh, yeah. I would like you to lead us into this, but I would like to take over the helm of this week's segment. So okay. go ahead, do your intro, and then I will introduce this person. All right, so for the record, I can't yell very loud today because uh, I didn't say this on the podcast yet. Me and Brennan got a cat uh, who is a kitten because I was just jealous of you guys getting interrupted by your cats purring into the mic. Um, so it's so respectable. I don't want to disturb my cat. I mean. So I'm just going to say. I'm just going to say with a lot of vitriol instead. You know vitriol. what I'm saying? I'm going to Google that quick. Okay, go ahead. So you're going to be like, fuck! How do you spell it? F-U-C-K. <laughs> Why is that so by, Brought to you by PB and J Lube. If you're going to get fucked, you might as well use the lube. Oh, oh, okay, because Mason just said fuck. I thought you were just like, in general, just <laughs> like, like say that about any word that anyone asks how you spell it. Like spell red, LSD. <laughs> LSD. Uh, vitriol, cruel and bitter criticism, or sulfuric acid. I got some vitriol. I got some vitriol for this fuck of the week. This week's fuck of the week is none other. <laughs> what the fuck's so funny? You know how... Uh, definitions usually have a sentence with it so you can see it used yeah so the second definition of vitriol is sulfuric acid then the sentence associated with that is it was as if his words were spraying vitriol on her face damn so if you got the sentence first and then had to deduce what the definition was you could go elsewhere you could think it's come that's right right mason yeah Nope. And I got a lot of vitriol for all your faces right now. Yeah, let's hear it, Glenn. It is. The fuck of the week is none other than Ezekiel Elliott. Damn. On Turkey Day, the man who claims to be wanting to be fed uh, did not feast. As a matter of fact, he had 10 rushes for 32 yards, one catch for seven yards, and a fumble. Leading the league in fumbles i was in such a pit of rage on thanksgiving after i watched michael gallup score three times of what zeke got i was in fear i was going to lose to mason thankfully tyree kill beat mason for me in that moment on thanksgiving i was in so enraged i said i'm gonna trade ezekiel elliott and i fucking did why not because I don't like Zeke. I love Zeke. He's one of my favorite players in the league. But because he's been killing me in fantasy. Last week was a good week, I'll admit. But ever since Dak went down, ever since this line has been torn to shreds, um, he hasn't been fantasy productive. Hmm. And here's the thing. Um, you could call it bias. You could call it being a homer. I still believe Zeke Elliott is a top three back in the league. 
I just think what's been happening this year with the Dallas Cowboys um, has kind of put a stunt on Ezekiel Elliott and his production. I still think he's the same player. I still think he's gotten better mentally. Physically could be an option. Um, but I've seen people on Twitter. I've seen my friends come to me telling me that Zeke sucks. And based on his numbers this year, um, they're not Zeke-like, but he still doesn't suck. I mean, he's still putting up numbers. He's just turning over the ball a lot. These same people who are saying that Zeke sucks were the same people in 2017 who said that Dak Prescott sucked when Zeke Elliott was out for six games. Now, how the turntables. Now Dak Prescott is a god when he plays football, leading the league in passing this year onto a stellar season, no pun intended. Damn. And he looked like he could do no wrong. He goes down. Now you put the team on Zeke's back. And now Zeke isn't producing like you would like him to, kind of like how roles were reversed three years ago. Um, I honestly believe it's Cowboys hatred that is fed into that mindset. And I won't stand for it. Um, if Zeke had a healthy offensive line, I think he would be just fine. If he had a competent quarterback, I'm not saying Andy Dalton's been bad, but he's only played, I think, three full games with the Cowboys since Dak's been hurt. Um, his numbers would be better. I believe in Zeke. Just not this year. Just not without a healthy offensive line. You lost an all-pro left tackle. You lost one of the best right tackles in the league in Lyle Collins. And now last week at Thanksgiving, you just lost the best right guard in football in Zach Martin. What do you have to say to people who maybe have been saying for years now that Zeke's only good because of his crazy offensive line and now that they're going down he's not doing well um i'd say that an offensive line isn't a test to any running back who is very successful um you look at other running backs across the league with dalvin cook dalvin cook has a great offensive line alvin Kamara has a good offensive line he doesn't run between the tackles as well as other backs but he's versatile in other ways same goes with christian mccaffrey um Zeke is a talent on its own. That's why they drafted him so high. And Jerry Jones isn't oh. lying when he says that Zeke is the Cowboys' best player because he is. As a running back all around, and I've been saying this for years, he does everything you want a running back to do. He can run the ball. He can catch the ball. He can block, which is probably one of his biggest strengths, which not a lot of people pick up on, especially in fantasy. Um, so I won't, I won't take any Zeke slander. I mean, obviously, it's it's going to come this year based on what he's doing because he's not living up to Zeke's standards where you drafted him at, where he should be performing. Um, but it's not all on him. Uh, like I said, you know, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice. If he comes back next year and the O-line is healthy and Dak is back and he does this shit again, okay. It's starting That's to be a problem trend. at that right. point. At that point, I will then be the first person to own up to it on this podcast and say, yeah. But because he's had a string of bad games with no quarterback, no offensive line, and a defense that can't stop a fucking nosebleed, I'm not, I'm not going to put that on Zeke. The only thing I can put on him is him not holding on to the ball. That, that, the fumbling problems do need to stop. Mm. And that's been, that's been a knock this year. He's had more fumbles in his career this season than he had total in the seasons prior to this. Um, so that's a thing. But this week, uh, Zeke forced me to trim because I was frustrated with the Cowboys loss, even though I, was, I wasn't as mad because I am in that mindset now where the Cowboys 
I just want them to lose because this is a wasted season. They don't have even, – even though they still have a chance in the NFC East, they don't have a chance to contend for the NFC. And like I said before, they're probably going to win themselves out of a good draft pick. Right now they're, they're projected to get the number four, I think, they're, or the number three pick. I think it's number four behind the Jets, Jaguars, uh, Bengals, and then I think it's Cowboys. Yeah, I mean, the Cowboys are – actually, I don't know. Might change now. I'm trying to look at the records. I think they have the number four pick because I saw something on Twitter today saying that the Cowboys should trade, uh, do a sign-in trade with Dak Prescott and the number four pick to trade with the Jets and get the number one pick and draft Trevor Lawrence. And then I logged off of Twitter and said, that's enough Twitter for me. (laughs) The Chargers also have the same amount of wins at three and eight. Right. Um, But, yeah, Zeke, fuck of the week. Sorry for elaborating so long on this, but I just wanted to let the people know who listen to this podcast. Yeah. Um, hold your horses on Zeke Elliott. If you hold want to rib, if you want to rib me and be like, okay, you know, uh, it's funny. He's a cowboy and he sucks, and you're a cowboy fan, so I'm gonna tell you that he sucks. <laughs> Fucking bravo, dude. Bravo. I mean, I I know it too. I'm not you know I'm not, I'm not denying anything. He's not good this year, but there are factors that play into that. And if you don't understand that. And you're a simple-minded goddamn fool. Mm. And you heard Preach. it first. Damn. Mason? Yeah? You outro done? Us. Outro us. Give us the outro for Fuck of the Week. All right. That was Fuck of the Week. Brought to you by PB&J Lube. If you're going to get fucked, you might as well use Lube. Gentlemen. Is it time for It's not time for Bixkin. Oh, oh, I know what's next. I'm, I'm bringing something to the table this week. Okay. That's right, people. Stay tuned because we got something spicy. We haven't done this in a while. But this week on the Stellar Shadow Podcast, we are bringing to you the fun, loving game of Guess That Player. Yes. Oh, okay. I'm excited because I'm not... I didn't make it. I'm a participant, right? You are a participant. Mason, you are also a participant. Fucking right. Go, the baby. first person to tell me this player after I read them uh, some interesting stats and facts about this season. Well, I got this one. Can get brownie points with me. <laughs> How far does brownie points go? I don't know. Can Let's you cash them in to not change your Twitter handle to something bad? Absolutely not. Okay. All right. Number one this week. On guess that player. This person has 139 carries. Only, I say only because compared to other running backs, Mm. he has 645 rushing yards. But the big thing that makes him stand out this year is 11 rushing touchdowns. Mason, Susan, guess that player. Antonio Gibson. Correct. Hey. Damn it, I was going to say that. Antonio Gibson is rookie season, 139 carries, 645 rushing yards, but that 11 rushing touchdown is what's separating him. I I believe before this Thanksgiving week in that 34-point performance, he was like RB 12 or 13. I believe he's now like RB 4 or 5. It's crazy because ever since I traded him week one or week two, I've been keeping my eye on him, and I'm like to see how he does. And – 
it's like, oh, he's not doing that great, but he got a touchdown. He has 10 points. Oh, he had 11 points because he got a touchdown. Nine carries, only 30, 40 yards, but he got a touchdown. He, but he would continue to do that. Even if he's getting few snaps, few opportunities, he'd still get the damn touchdown. And then obviously, lately he's been picking it up even more. It's crazy. All right, that's one brownie point from Matthew Souza. Nice. Next player on the list. I'm going to put this player in reference to a top fantasy player in the NFL today. This player has 126 carries, which is only two less than one Alvin Kamara. He has 504 rushing yards, which is only 81 less yards than Alvin Kamara. He has three rushing touchdowns and 52 receptions, which is 16 receptions less than Alvin Kamara. But obviously, here's the difference. He has 329 receiving yards, which is 317 less than Alvin Kamara, and two receiving touchdowns, which means he has seven less total touchdowns than Mr. Alvin Kamara. So you look at the volume that this player is getting. It is a lot. You look at the volume that this player is getting, and it's very similar to Alvin Kamara. But as far as what this player has been doing, not really outputting to the production fantasy as Alvin Kamara has been. So guys, guess that player. So you named carries and, and yards and receptions and touchdowns and I'll go I'll go for rushing stats again. 126 carries, 504 rushing yards, three touchdowns. 52 receptions, 329 yards, and two touchdowns. But the volume is close to one Alvin Kamara. Yeah, I would guess because of the Camaro, I would guess Murray. Latavius Murray. I know he's getting Tavis a lot of work. Murray? I just don't know about the 50 receptions. That's the only thing. Now I'm thinking other guys. I'm trying to. Mason, you got anything? Mm-hmm. I'll tell you what. You guys are going to be surprised with this answer. I'll give Boston you- Scott. We- what? How about Josh Jacobs? <laughs> Josh That's Jacobs is incorrect. Latavius Murray is incorrect. I will give you both one more guess. If you guess incorrectly, Susan, you will lose that brownie point. And what the fuck? <laughs> Mason, <laughs> you will be in the negative on brownie points. Oh, my goodness. Um, what do you mean, whatever? Brownie points are important. Getting the opportunities, not a lot of production. Be surprised with the answer. You'll be very surprised. Mike Davis? Correct. Let's go! Oh Let's my go. god, dude. You Mike be Davis. Me. In the absence of Christian McCaffrey, Mike Davis has been filling in that role to the best of his ability. Obviously, the volume oh. is there, much like Alvin Kamara. However, the production, based on Mike Davis's ability, is not what Alvin Kamara is, nor Christian McCaffrey. But he's doing a pretty good job as far as volume goes. Um, The next player, moving on to wide receivers, has 75 receptions, which is fourth in the National Football League, on 102 targets, which is tied for sixth in the National Football League. He has 912 receiving yards, which is eighth in the National Football League, but he only has two TDs, a pair on the season. 
Mason. Souza. Yes, that boy. Chris Godwin. Chris Godwin is incorrect. Ooh. God damn it. God Corey, damn it. Corey Davis. Corey Davis is incorrect. Oh, Souza. If you had pulled out Corey Davis and got that right, I will give I would have left the podcast. I will give you each one more guess. Just one more. Susa, if you lose this guess, you will lose a brownie point. That's Only two, two that touchdowns. Have. That's the biggest thing. Only two touchdowns, but he is fourth in receptions, tied for sixth in targets, and eighth in receiving yards. But only two touchdowns. Eighth in receiving yards. He's having a season. Um, I'll give you one more hint. This player in the, pla- in the past has shown flashes of being the number one receiver for that team. Corey Davis would be a pretty good answer, huh? Um, he only has one touchdown, I think. I was going to say A.J. Green, but I'm pretty sure he only has one touchdown. A.J. Green comes nowhere close to this list. <laughs> I know he gets a lot of targets. And I was, My initial guess was, t- was Tyler Boyd until you said two touchdowns, because I know he's getting a lot of volume, a lot of yards. But only two. A pair. Two touchdowns. That's crazy. DJ Shark. DJ Shark. DJ Shark is incorrect. Fuck. Sorry, Mason. Your last chance. You got ten seconds. Um. Listeners are probably screaming. It's this guy. It's this guy. It's this guy. Christmas time. Amen. Chris Godwin was a good guess. Um. Can't look it up either. I guess I'll I guess I'll go with Julio. I don't know. <laughs> She's shown flashes of being the one in the past. Oh fuck. I can't keep all these things, man. I know this is this is like seven so- different points. <laughs> Julio Jones. God damn it. Is so far away from being correct. <laughs> so is AJ Green. I, I award you. you. I award you no points. And may God have mercy on you. I'll be honest, I thought about Julio, but until Glenn said the the last little hint. I forgot. The correct answer, with 75 receptions, 102 targets, 912 yards, and two touchdowns, is none other than Robbie Anderson. Oh, nice. Surprising? You guys surprised? Do you feel surprised? Uh, not really. The two touchdowns I'm surprised with. going. I'm, yeah, I'm surprised about the touchdowns, not the yardage and stuff. Because he's had a good year. Yeah, so, I mean. Yeah, he's been doing very well. Top five in receptions. Top ten in targets. Top ten in yards with the yeah, two he's, touchdowns. He's been just, slipping lately, but he's still getting that same target volume. So it's something to keep in mind. Especially now if DJ Moore's not going to be playing, but we don't know about that. Uh, you know, so, I actually yeah. almost said DJ Moore. Instead, but I was like 90% sure that he had more than two touchdowns. Yeah, it does. Anyways, um, Robbie, this last player right. has 39 receptions on 559 yards, but he has 10 total touchdowns, eight receiving I, and receiver. two rushing. A receiver? A receiver. Mason, Susan. Uh, Chase Claypool. 
Chase Claypool is correct. Yeah, that's who it is. Yeah, why didn't you say it then? Yeah, because <laughs> I knew as soon as Susan said it. Oh my god. It's like, God. oh yeah, okay. Yeah, I was gonna say that next. I never said that. I was just that's saying same, I was agreeing with you because your answer made sense. Right. So it's Chase Claypool. Um <laughs> volume, you could be like, okay. He did have a Sorry, slow baby. start to the season too. Um but yeah, He's 10, a rookie. ten total touchdowns. And he hasn't played this week. <laughs> so Yeah, I need him to do that again. Right. Ten total touchdowns tonight in this week. Uh, here's some crazy fun facts I added to the end of this game. I'm asking you a question. Who's the league leading? Um, who's leading the league in receiving yards? If you had to guess. Is it? Is it Metcalf? DK Metcalf is correct, Mason. Hey! Huh. DK Metcalf is the league in receiving yards, but here's, really what, good answer. here's what's even crazier. So DK Metcalf has 1,039 yards, a league leading. 1,000. He has 58 receptions, which is 12 less than Tyler Lockett, his teammate. He has nine touchdowns, which is one more than Tyler Lockett. But he has 268 more receiving yards than Tyler Lockett. Damn. Hmm. So that, that's kind of crazy. 12 less receptions than Tyler Lockett, but 268 wow. more receiving yards. Um, I mean, the receptions to yards is like almost 20 yards of reception. Right. And here's what's even more crazy is the target share. He has 90 targets on the season. Tyler Lockett has 92. Really? You, you know who's not doing that? I don't even know why you. Oh, because of the draft comparison. Yeah, <laughs> that makes me sad. It's weird because me Lockett, so sad. Lockett, aside from a few big games and a hot start to the year, he's been doing nothing. But Metcalf's been on fire. It feels like this whole time, but yet they've been getting the same opportunities. It's weird. Yeah, pretty much. It's just that Metcalf is doing, I guess, more with his opportunities as far as yards per reception. More big plays. Yeah. Tyler Lockett's just in bunches, like in one game, a couple games. How many bunches of votes? So, yeah, so that was Guess That Player. So, I think I walked away with uh, one brownie point. Uh, Is there a brownie point store that I can go to and browse and spend it? Yeah, if you go up your ass and to the left, you'll find it. All right, I'll be right back. Did you find it? Oh, oh my God. I, I couldn't even find the entrance. Yeah, it's pretty tight. Harry, too. Oh, come on. Uh, Mason? Yeah, whenever this happens, we go to Mason to get us back on track. That's sad. If this podcast oh, is going on. Yeah, that, you know, that is a sad state of affairs when I'm the one who's... Getting us back on track. So, so pick skin, pick them. Wait a minute. Week 12 ain't done yet, but I got 11 right. I have 10. I have 10 as well. Uh, it's it's a, hey, let me, let me ask you a question. Is 11 more than 10? 
Eleven is more than ten. Eleven. Wait, 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 Glenn. Who did you pick for the game tonight? Tomorrow night. Tomorrow night. I picked. Probably pick the Steelers. Pick the Steelers. Damn it. Yep. I picked. I picked the Jets to beat the Dolphins. It was actually a hot take of mine that they were going to go off. Yeah, why the fuck would you do that? They didn't even score a touchdown. No. Yeah. Now, now, this you know, this is the week I should have started Dolphins. Yeah. I didn't know for sure that Darnold was going to play. I think I was saying Flacco would, but Doesn't still. Doesn't fucking matter. He sucks, too. Flacco's, <laughs> you know, he Flacco. might be better for that team, actually. Maybe. No. Yeah, maybe because he fits in with the other pieces of shit. Yeah. <laughs> That's terrible. So long <laughs> to week 13. Where the Nolan Saints are going to be kicking off the week because there's no Thursday night game because the Ravens decided to have COVID. Nice. Nolan Saints are going to Atlanta to face the Falcons. Taysom Hill getting the job done. Yeah. Selfish prick. Give me the Saints. Completely destroying Alvin Kamara's fantasy value. Not getting any receptions. Only getting his few carries, and that's it. It's te- it's terrible. He doesn't have Breeze looking for his first option, then immediately looking left for uh, Kamara in the flat. He doesn't have that because Taysom just says, oh, Michael Thomas isn't open. I'll run it myself. Fine. I'll, I'll do, do it myself. <laughs> right. And, I mean, uh, at least he looks scary. at Michael Thomas. Manuel Sanders was collecting dust on the fucking sideline. I didn't even week. know he was still playing, and then I saw him in your lineup. Yeah, I mean, no, I'm just it's Emmanuel Sanders. He hasn't been bad, but they, like, forget that they have him, and then they just don't throw him the ball some weeks, and then other weeks he gets 17 points. Right. Yeah, I'm picking the Saints. Me too. Same. The Detroit Lions, who just fired Matt Patricia. It's about time. <laughs> dropped to <laughs> Chicago to face the Bears. Um, I'm actually going to take the Lions. At least the Lions. You know what? They I'm can't take, be trusted anymore. I'm, I'm taking the Lions too. I don't know why. Like like the, they're gonna the be they're gonna just... be all hot and bothered because their coaches got fired. They're gonna have that pep, and they're yeah, gonna beat I'm, the Bears. I'm, I'm going with the Bears on this one. Yeah. Raiders. Not, not yet. yet. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> the Bengals. <laughs> The Bengals are going to Miami to face the Dolphins. Seven and four Dolphins. Seven and four Dolphins. Pretty respectable. It's respectable. Looks looks like they're going to be eight and four because I'm picking up, baby. Me too. This one, though. The Cleveland Browns going to Tennessee, both eight and three. The Browns for real? No. (laughs) Give me the Titans. Wow. Yeah, I'm picking the Titans, but that doesn't mean the Browns aren't for real. So the Browns. No, okay. Listen. I feel like they just keep locking into wins. Uh, if that happens, man, they'll lock into a Super Bowl. No, but I'm saying like they haven't looked great. They've just kind of just been moving along and winning. But I don't think their schedule's been very hard either. I think it's because you're like Baker Mayfield. He can't be doing this because he's not. We got Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. Pretty much doing most of the work. Chubb rips off like 50-yard runs every game, it seems. And uh, Baker Mayfield just has to get a few completed passes to, to fill in the gaps I that give, Chubb and Greenmont don't do. And then I give Baker credit. He had a good game last week along with Jarvis Landry. He did. He did. He got Landry some targets. But I just think the run game 
is what's fueling this. And that's kind of like how the Titans were last year when they kind of had an emergence. It was on the back of Derrick Henry, and it's kind of happening with the same same way of the Browns. And now they're facing each other. Right. Um, Yeah, I'm picking the Titans, but the Browns are trying to end the longest playoff drought in the NFL. It's been since 2001 they haven't made the playoffs. Do you remember where you were in 2001? Uh, First grade? No. Second grade? I was in Ms. Baldwin's class, and I remember that we used to read story time on the big rug in the front of the room. And we used to sit crisscross applesauce. And what had happened was I had farted on the rug and it was louder than I expected. And I remember this girl in front of me turning around and staring at me. Like she was so appalled that she ever heard somebody fart before. And I was just like, like, what, what? It wasn't me. I mean, I don't, I don't do that. But yeah, that that's where I was in 2001. I was Damn. making farts in the fucking story time rug. I I appreciate the traumatic retelling, Glenn. Listen, I think about it every day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I uh, what, what did I do? 2001. I was in Miss Pride's class. I don't know what the fuck I was doing in 2001 though. Probably 2001. Are we talking pre 9/11 or? Does it doesn't matter? Yeah, because pre 9-11, I was actually doing other things. No. Yeah, we used to we used to sit on the rug okay. too. We would go, I think we go over like the weather or some shit. Um, I just remember I think the best story I have is we were all sitting on the rug and we we're going around the, the, the room saying who wants to be what for like a career in the future. I think mine was either like bus driver or train conductor or something. Those were my goals. <laughs> and we went to one kid. Bus driver. Wait. Bus driver. I'm, I'm not just going to skip over that. You wanted to be I like had a fascination, dude. I loved buses and trains. So I wanted to be either one of them. Okay. Um, you wanted dude, to be I was them. six years old, okay? <laughs> he, just, he just loves riding the bus and he goes home and watches the Polar Express nonstop. <laughs> no, he watches uh, Thomas the Tank Engine. Yes, <laughs> yes, I, I was. That's right. Um, oh, when life gives you lemons. Uh, <laughs> and then, well, and then we got to one particular kid who we were asking, who do, who do you want to be? What do you want to be when you grow up? And he said, um, Blue Eyes, White Dragon which is a Yu-Gi-Oh card, a Yu-Gi-Oh monster card. And, um, Let's go. and I did, I did not, I, me and I think me and tree, if, if everyone knows who tree is through, with his nickname, we started cracking up. We started dying laughing. We had to keep it quiet because we were all in front of the teacher. You, and, didn't, you didn't want to seem like a dickhead to this poor kid who had dreams of being blue eyes, white dragon. Pretty hey, what a vibe, bro. So, what a vibe. Uh, so so that was first grade for me. Meanwhile, you want to be a fucking bus driver and you're laughing at the kid who wants to be blue eyes white dragon. Yeah. I remember telling telling one of our one of our buddies about that back then, and he's like, bus drivers only get paid like 200 bucks a year. I was like, really? 200 bucks a year? I was like, it's really? Damn. It's like, damn, I could buy a lot with 200 bucks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, oh, hey, we had no fucking clue. No. But yeah, not much has changed. The Browns haven't made the playoffs, and I'm still ripping ass. Um, 
That is a long time. I wish I was what about the Bengals? When, when did they make the playoffs? They used to make it all the time with Marvin Lewis. They just losing the first round. Huh. Yeah, they played like the Colts or something the last time they made it, and they got absolutely smacked, I believe. Speaking of the Colts, or they, they played Pittsburgh. They played Pittsburgh. Yeah, well, this week they're playing Houston, and I'm picking them. Houston or the Colts? Sorry, uh, the Colts, right? We were talking about them. Yeah, but no, no, now you got me thinking. Now, oh, no, no, Will Fuller. Yeah, give me the Colts. Taking the Colts as well. Yeah, me Wait. too. I listen. This next game, this is the number one thing I'm rooting for now. The Jets to go 0 and 16. Yeah, that's pretty. Cool. I want to see it. I want to see it so bad. I need it. They play New England Week 17, so. If the Patriots are the Jets first before. and only win, I will off myself. See, I know how that feels. <laughs> so, you know, I can't. Really... Not yet. It's not not yet. Uh, it's coming to fruition. I got a good chance. Are you insinuating that the Patriots will be eliminated because of the Jets? If you uh, think that, that let could me happen. tell you, no chance. That could happen. Um, so, anyways, the Las Vegas Raiders. I'm trying to keep the Jets winless, and I'm picking them. Give me the Raiders. Give me the Raiders. Uh, yeah, I yeah. am. Uh, I'm taking the Raiders. I mean, even with that piss poor performance against the Falcons. Yeah, they can't play as bad as they did last week. So, and this is the Jets. Yeah, I guess. The Raiders better figure their shit out because uh, Eric Carr, point six points. Yeah, he can't do it this week. I need him to go off. You're facing Brendan. I need you to beat him, man. Um, Jacksonville Jaguars at one and ten. We're going to Minnesota to face the Vikings. I'm taking the Vikings. Me too. But somehow I feel like this is a game that they could lose. I don't know why. Oh, it's, not, it's just not possible. Um, the LA Rams at seven and four, coming off. Uh, Heartbreaking loss to the 49ers on the last second Robbie Gold field goal. Mm. Travel to Arizona, face the Cardinals, who are also coming off a heartbreaking loss against the New England Patriots on a last second Nick Falk field goal. I'm going to take the Rams. I'm taking the Cardinals. Me too, Cardinals. That was a tough decision. This is going to be a – could be a, a really close game, yeah. I think this, this is the first time they play each other this year, so we'll see. New York yes. Giants, the NFC East leading New York Giants, travel to Seattle to face the Seahawks. Give me Seattle. Seattle. Give me the Seahawks. The Eagles at three seven and one travel to Green Bay to face the Packers. Give me the Packers. Oh, Pack, go easy pick, Packers. The New England Patriots are traveling to LA, SoFi Stadium, to face the Chargers and Herbert and Allen and Joey Bunchen. And we bounce here. And we bounce here. Um, Herner. So this is going to be – I always feel like the Chargers should be winning games just by how Justin Herbert has been playing because I only really see him through fantasy, and he's always putting up some good numbers. Therefore, he must be driving the offense. Eckler came back, got 10 receptions for like 80 Pat, yards. Got 18 points for Austin Eckler first game back. With no touchdowns. So very good floor to have, but yet they still lose. And I feel like Bill will outcoach the Chargers in this one. 
and, and be able to get the W. Yeah, I'm with Sousa. I'm taking the pass. Yeah, Pats, Pats need to win this game. I'm taking the Pats. Denver Broncos travel to Kansas City to face the C- uh, the Chiefs on Sunday night. Uh, oh. Give me the Chiefs. Yeah, give me the Chiefs, close. and I am hoping for a repeat performance from Tyreek Hill. Like my ass. Wishful 50 thinking. Points. Anyway. And then we have a slate of two Monday night games now that the Steelers and Ravens get pushed back. Both other games get pushed back. 5 p.m. for 5 the Steelers PM game. For the Steelers. What the hell's going on? The Washington football team travels to Pittsburgh. It could be 11-0 and or 10-1 and or 10-0-1. Oh Don't matter to me because I'm taking the Steelers. Taking the Steelers. Me too. Then the second Monday night game, the Buffalo Bills travel to San Fran to face the 49ers. Buffalo. Give me the Bills. Buffalo. And That's then another it. Buffalo, Buffalo, Tuesday Buffalo. game, the game that was supposed to be this week's Thursday night game, now moved to Tuesday. Oh, my God. This Dallas is Cowboys chairs. face the Baltimore Ravens. So, obviously, in fantasy, this is so annoying because now you might have to wait until Tuesday to figure out how your playoff scenario is going to go. Mm. So, that sucks. Um, give me the Ravens. World probs. Give me the Ravens. I don't care if Lamar has COVID. I don't care if Mark Ingram has COVID. I don't care if their whole team has COVID. The Cowboys look like shit. Yeah, I'm taking the Ravens. And the thing about that Thanksgiving game, too, with the Cowboys, they were in it through, like, three quarters. And then once the fourth quarter happened, everything just went to shit. The fucking uh, pick six, dude. Yeah. That was That was crazy. Crazy man. Andy, just the look on Andy Dalton's face at that point, he's just like, man. Yeah, imagine how my Andy, face looked. <laughs> Probably had vitriol all over it. Yeah, vitriol. Then we're going to be at a certain point where it's just a game every day with all the COVID replacements, uh, schedule changes. I'm going to submit my picks, and hopefully they're better than your picks because that's how I win the picks game. Pick them. Picks game. Let me just uh, hold on a second. Sizzling hot takes are brought to you by Dirt Burgers. Mm. Susan, the word on the street is that the burgers are good. But your word is der. Der. Wants to go first. <laughs> uh, I'll go I'll go first because it's uh you might have to you probably got to clean the grill and scrape off all the burnt residue after that. Oh shit. But um Philly versus the Packers in Green Bay. Um Carson Wentz is gonna start shit the bed. He's gonna get yanked again for uh what's his name? Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts. I keep mixing them with Jordan Love, which is actually on the Packers in the same game. Uh, Jalen Hurts. Hurts, like my ball sack, Hurts. Is that right? Yeah, that's right, buddy. <clears throat> All right. Wentz is going to get pulled after sucking, so it's probably going to be like 14 nothing or worse. 
They're going to put in Jalen, and he's going to win that game. He's going to come back and beat the Packers, and Philly's going to go 4-7-1 and one after this week. It's going to be crazy, and uh, it's probably not going to happen. <laughs> and you want me to go, go Turn off the grill, go. clean it, scrape it off. Oh, uh, that's pretty hot. Mason, go ahead. All right, so my prediction is that I picked the Rams to beat the Cardinals. They're going to beat the Cardinals off of the back of Jared Goff. Jared Goff is throwing four TDs to four different receivers. That's re- that's really challenging. Four different receivers. Yep. Damn. Going to be King Goffrey this week. King Goffrey, baby. My sizzling hot take. This might this might have to be a two-parter because uh, the scenarios might not line up because Ravens and Steelers haven't played their fucking game yet. My sizzling hot take is that one, the Steelers would have to win tomorrow night to remain undefeated. But on Monday night, when they face the Washington football team, the Washington football team is gonna have something for their ass. They ass. That ass. Which means if the Steelers are still undefeated going into Monday night, Alex Smith, Antonio Gibson, and the Washington football team and Riverboat Ron will hand the Steelers their first L of the season. Damn. Damn. That's pretty hot. Damn. That's pretty hot indeed, Glenn. Yeah, that well, see, that's the thing. That was sizzling hot takes brought to you by Dirt Burgers. Oh, Mason, are these burgers that we put on this grill every week? Are they fucking good, dude? Dirt. I'd say another week in the books, guys, but technically it hasn't. It's not in the books yet. It's 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 not. I'd say you were a worthy fantasy opponent. But, but I wasn't. He was not. So you need what? Uh, you need Juju Smith to get minus 50 or 60 or something? Could happen. Should I bench him? F- fumble 30 times. Um, imagine that. Or you'd imagine. have to like catch a pass and then run backwards a bunch of times. Yeah. Minus 300 yards. That's not going to happen. No, it's not going to happen. Wishful thing. Well. So now we prepare – on this road to the playoffs, for yourself. the sad, lonely yeah. road to the toilet bowl. This is gonna be this is gonna be a, a interesting few weeks here on the podcast because even if because you know, if, if Glenn makes the playoffs, we have that storyline along with me and Mason and the consolation. But if Glenn misses, then we're all in the consolation, and we're probably gonna face each other. There's gonna be at least one matchup between us three if that happens. At some point, and uh, it's gonna here's, be big. The, here's the thing: I think you guys might be a guaranteed matchup uh, if I check the standings correctly. Probably. So, Souza, the best you can go is three and ten. So that's I'm already in the last bracket. It's probably between Mason and Zach, I can imagine. Or Chris. Chris. Chris is three and eight. Zach's gonna Zach's be four and above eight. him. So I'm sorry, Zach's gonna be, be four and eight. Chris is gonna be three and nine. Mason's gonna be three and nine. So depending on how this last week goes, it'll be Souza against either Mason in the first round of the consolation, or it'll be Souza against Chris. Huh. 
and then uh, we'll figure out how the ladder goes. I, if I miss the playoffs, I won't be facing either. Uh, I don't believe in the first round of the consolation. No, not not the first. Right, and hopefully so, I don't I don't even see you guys. Right, in the consolation because that that would mean I would have to fall down the ladder exactly <laughs> and face you guys. So here's the thing: I would. I'm probably most afraid of Chris's team in that in that case. And there's really no escaping it after the first round. Like if 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 it's me versus him, like if I win, I could still face him. Possibly, a, he wins, it's going to be you him. versus me. That's what it's going to be. Week sixteen, I'll fucking see in you. Week there, sixteen. Team. Yeah, I mean the thing is, you look at the teams. There are some teams that are, they're in the playoffs that are very good. Obviously, deserve to be in the playoffs. But there's also teams that are in the consolation that can kind of be dangerous. JV's team. Chris's team. Right. Even Zach's team on a good Pat Mahomes week can be something to mess with. I've I've faced that before. Right. So Brendan's team, if he doesn't make it, with Josh Allen. Yeah. So that's pretty much the ceiling that's going to keep me and Mason down and in the toilet bowl, which. And I might might be in it too. So – that's, that's another team. So that means there could be like a, a crazy upset where someone who you wouldn't think would go to the toilet bowl ends up there because there's just too many decent teams there. In the or maybe exactly what we think is going to happen is going to happen. You guys are going to be in the toilet bowl. I hope so. If I'm in it, I hope it's against Mason. No Man. offense, but I just, I, would, <laughs> I don't want to face Chris. I don't want to face uh, Brendan or who else? JV. I don't want to go against Miles Sanders and Tyler Lockett and, Kyler Murray. I want to go up against Emmanuel Sanders, Derek Carr. You know, <laughs> just saying. All right, guys, well, that's all the time we have uh, this Mason, week. Uh, you know what this is? This is bulletin board material for you. And you too, Mason. You should want me because all the other teams are better than me. Because so. I don't want anyone in the toilet bowl. <laughs> I don't want to be in the toilet bowl, Souza. All right, I know, I know, but you gotta—I don't know. I don't know. You gotta plan, you know. You gotta be ready for anything. If there's one thing I learned about the consolation ladder, there's no plan. There never is any plan. Anything can happen, and more often than not, it ends up in my misery. So I'm just rolling with it. Fair enough. So here's here's the thing as far as my season goes. I, I can win being in the playoffs. It's going to be a hard road because there are teams that are very good. Craig's team, Panacho's team, Friars' team, Jake Aronson's team. Uh, even Gomes' team's really good. This might be the most balanced playoffs we've had going forward. Um, so I could be looking at a one and done, in and out. You know, as quick as I could make it in, I could be out, and that's fine, you know, whatever. Um, actually, as soon as after last week, I was so down. My morale was so down. I was I was worried Mason was going to upset me as well, or the latter could happen where my dad beats me next week as well, and I miss out on the playoffs somehow. I didn't expect Brendan honestly to lose this week and everything to go this way with people losing, so I thought my chances were diminishing. I actually, have very good chances now, but I was prepping myself for the consolation ladder, like just as as after last week and you beating me. So, but then you realize, oh, it's a new day. Yes, it is. It is. So honestly, I don't. I don't oh, know, man. Like, 
as fun as it is, obviously, to compete and be in the playoffs, there is a lot of heartbreak when you have to go up against your friends and they eliminate you in the first round. And then after that, the last two weeks, you have nothing to look forward to. At least in the consolation, you're playing for something. You know, every week going forward, you're playing to avoid the toilet. If you make it past the first round of the playoffs, you're playing to move up in the next week. Or in the week after that, you're playing for third place. So every week after that, if you lose in the first round, that, 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 honestly, that might be second to worse in the toilet bowl. I know, Glenn. You're preaching to the choir. I know exactly what it's like to say, oh, I guess I'm done. Let's watch everyone else have fun the next couple <laughs> yeah. weeks. It's just like the next two, especially now with the Cowboys being bad. I'm going to be, I, if I lose in the first round, I'm just going to be looking at my TV being like, so this is what it's like with no fantasy. I'm going to have to play daily fantasy or something just yeah, to get a taste of something. Because my other leagues aren't looking too good either. Uh, but but we'll when see. in doubt, when it looks bleak, a stat correction will help you out. Right, right. Yeah, good. Definitely could. But I'm excited. Next week's going to be fun. Because mm. uh, we'll be previewing the playoffs. We'll be recapping a fantasy regular season that was and what's to come for this playoff run and consolation ladder. Mason, are you ready? No. <laughs> no. Susan, are you ready? I'm ready. Susan, I'm I ready. feel like you've been building your team for the consolation ladder, you know, for the past five weeks. Well, you could say that, but no. Honestly, I think you've been building your team just to get a fucking win for the past five weeks. And you got That's it. pretty much it. I haven't really thought of weeks 13 until only the last couple of weeks, but I can't say I've made moves specifically for those weeks because it's not like not all the good defenses are already taken for those weeks. Our trade deadline's already up. Um, yeah. Well, we'll see what happens. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we but thank I feel you. All right. I feel all right. We thank you for listening to this podcast yet again. And we will be bringing you one every week as the football season continues, if it doesn't get canceled due to COVID. And uh, we appreciate the support. Keep listening. If you haven't already, subscribe so that way whenever we drop a pod, you just know that it's there. It comes up as a notification says we released a new episode. You just mm-hmm. click on it and then you listen to us whether you're, you know, driving to work, whether you're at work, pretending to do work, or you're at home, you're on the toilet, you're in bed before you go to sleep. This is the last thing you want to hear is our voices. Mm-hmm. Um, and thank you. Thank you for being you. Susan, thank you for being you. Thank you. Mason, thank you for being you, man. I appreciated you this week. Yeah, of course, bro. Thanks, Tyreek Hill, bro. I thank him, too. He's loyal. Oh, I'm I'm facing Mason this week? Hey, Pat, you hear that? (laughs) I'm facing Mason this week. That's it. 200 yards by the first quarter. Oh, shit. We'll get this wrapped up. (laughs) (laughs) Crazy. All right. On that note, gentlemen, let's get the fuck out of here. Bye-bye.